Well, I'm always so happy to join you for these brief uh, serenity breaks where we take five to eight minutes and regather and recoup, regroup ourselves, and hopefully uh, get some spiritual refreshment in these next several minutes that will help us recenter and uh, get back to our day, regardless of the kind of day we're having. I hope you're having one in which you can rejoice. Uh, those are not conditional, by the way. We are to rejoice at all times. But there are times, no doubt, that are is easier to do it than others. And so, glad you're with me. I want to talk with you today about uh, the king and his beauty in our life. Imagine you're in a forest, and you've gotten lost. You're by yourself. It's now gotten dark. All you can see above you is the treetops and the moon uh, being passed over by clouds. It's getting colder. You can hear the footprints of creatures, most of which are probably predators, uh, predatory around you. Um, and you've out of, you're out of food. You're out of water. You have no matches. It was, it's a point of despair. It's a point of hopelessness. Well, that is a good metaphor for the state that humanity was in when Jesus came into the world. We weren't in a place of moral virtue. We weren't in a place where God was so impressed with our faithfulness to him that he sent his son into the world. Oh, contraire. We were lost, we were desperate, we were hopeless. But we didn't realize that. We thought we were doing just fine. <laughs> and so to realize your spiritual poverty is a blessing. It is to, to realize that everything isn't just fine, that you are in the forest and that you need help. You need rescue is a wonderful thing in a first beginning, as uncomfortable as it is, to realize that your first step towards deliverance is to realize you need it. And to those who did, they came out to the Jordan, and they came out to be baptized by John. And it was at that time when humanity was lost in a dark forest of despair, and the hours were only getting, going to get darker, and the weather was only going to get colder, that this occurred in Mark 1, 9 through 15. Quote, at that time, at that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. When we needed him most, God sent him into the world. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove and a voice came from heaven, quote, You are my son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. End quote. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, 
quote, The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news, end quote. So if you're in this metaphorical forest and you see a light in the distance and you hear somebody calling out to you, chances are you would respond immediately. Chances are you would respond with great relief and even joy. You would run toward your rescuer. And that's exactly the imagery that we must grasp here in Mark chapter 1. At the time when we were most desperate, God sent his Son into the world. And so when Jesus cries out, The time has come. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. If we are wise, we will jump up and rush with whatever strength we have left in our bodies to come to him and to realize he is our rescuer and he alone is our rescuer and galatians chapter 1 verses 3 and 4 and 5 we read this grace and peace to you from god our father and the lord jesus christ who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present age, evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Jesus came on a rescue message, uh, mission to save his people. When I was in graduate school, uh, there were, it was kind of a liberal school, and I remember having breakfast with a young student, a friend of mine, and I mentioned to him that the gospel was a rescue mission. And this young man was quite offended. He was quite offended. He did not need rescuing. He, um, he was a Christian. He was a professed Christian. But he was quite offended at the fact that I would consider the gospel a rescue mission instead of a, a means by which God just made himself known to us because we were so lovable. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But I assured him that the gospel was, in fact, a rescue mission. And Paul says that again in Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. Uh, I'll start with verse 13. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Let me read that again. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He's rescued us. And he's rescued us because we couldn't rescue ourselves. And he rescued us from the dominion of darkness. There was no light, period, and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Think on these things. Spend the rest of the time in your break considering how great a rescue you have been given. 
and try to put that in your rest of your day into that perspective. Try to look at it through that paradigm. And hopefully, that'll give you some encouragement. Take the long view, as they say, as well as the short view. And live your life within the context of what God has done and rescuing you from darkness. Amen.